Recorded live at Toxin Tasting Studios, it's the Clerical Errors Podcast. The podcast that shows you what's behind the collar. Let's go. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Clerical Errors Podcast. I'm Bullhagen. And I'm Berg. And here we go. How you doing, man? It's been a while. It has been a long time, man. I got back from vacation, went out west, enjoyed Yellowstone, uh, looked at Buffalo, Okay. So it was pretty rad. Did you go to Devil's Tower? Uh, we drove by it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You know, you know, I I didn't have time to do an exorcism, so. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. Should we get started with our drink? Let's do it, man. All right. All right. Today we have. <sighs> Never had this before. You can tell me if you've ever had it before. I have uh, Budweiser and Clamato Chalada. Uh, what what is chalada? <laughs> well, <laughs> I heard your judgment over there, Peter. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, we have to go with a, a digital vicar today. Vicar is not here. Um, he'll be here. Uh, we'll have one more episode with him, but uh, but uh, we have a digital vicar. So so hey, vicar, uh, how you doing? I'm Vicar Baldwin. Welcome to Clerical Airs. All right, not very helpful, Vicar. Non-committal as ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let me let me open up this this bad boy. I've never see. You want to hear the description? Please. Uh, Chalada is the only one Clamato, combining its great flavor and refreshing Budweiser. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, at least this will, I think this will be better than than powder kale. So, yes. Let me open this up for you. That's a pretty monstrous can. All right. I'm not going to lie. It kind of looks like medical waste. <laughs> <laughs> Something that the fish from Springfield swim yeah. in. Yeah. You know, with the three eyes. There you go. Enjoy. Oh. <laughs> that is, that's interesting. <laughs> I I just smelled it, so... It's got a. Oh, that's not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We've got an all-time low. <laughs> oh, boy, we are really slumming today. Oh. Well, I mean, the podcast has to get better than this. <laughs> Just to brag right. to you oh guys, I've gosh. got my drink. I've got my Red Bull. No, oh, that would be better. Yeah, did it give you wings? Because this sure didn't. Yeah, this is going to give me something, and it's not wings. <laughs> what is that taste? It's Well, Clamato, it's like tomato and clam, I think. Oh, yeah, it's clam, that's why clam I juice. Hate this so much. And beer. <laughs> so, if you're listening, <coughs> let us know what you're drinking, man. Yeah, it's got to be way better than this. People enjoy that. Yeah, I'm getting used to it. It kind of tastes like you, you had a you had a nice uh, Corona at a Mexican restaurant and you burped in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lovely image. All right. So uh, before we begin, I got a surprise for you. You know, I was just at uh, the 67th National Convention in Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. Came back with a tan. I like it. No, not really. <laughs> but we can say that I did. And so the first thing I want to play for you is I've got a ring endorsement I'd like to play for you. You want to hear it? I do. All right, here we go. 
Hi, I'm Matt Harrison, President of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, and you're listening to Clerical Errors Podcast. No way. Ah, <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. You do have connections, man. Yeah. So we got a new endorsement. What do you think about that? I, I like it. I like it. Now, it was after a long day, and, and I kind of, he's like, well, what's going on? And I handed him a, a Clerical Errors card, and he said, okay. And Dude, that's awesome. He's a little, awesome. little dazed confused, but, but... So, President Harrison, if you're listening, thank you very much. This show is dedicated to... You. And also, I was thinking, I want to dedicate it to also Oklahoma. Why Oklahoma? Because I was going through our stats, and we've got a lot of li- listeners in all sorts of different states, but for some reason, I thought Oklahoma would be a good state for us. Yeah. I and mean, not so much. Hmm. So, listeners, we can we can track this. So, if you know anybody in Oklahoma, what should they do? They need to subscribe. Right. And you need to let them know. I'm sure everybody probably knows someone in Oklahoma. I'll invite them to the podcast. Hopefully. Let's let's build up Oklahoma a little bit. Yeah, better. I mean, there was a whole musical about it. Right. You know, we don't want to have to start singing show tunes from Rodgers and Hammerstein's for this. So, so please, if you know anybody from Oklahoma, let them listen. So let me play that again. Can I play that again? Please. Hi, I'm Matt Harrison, president of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, and you're listening to Clerical Errors Podcast. There you go. That is pretty rad, man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but you know what? Here's the thing. Is is that, is that for most podcasts, that would be enough? It, you, you're right. Right. For, for most, it would be. For most, it would be. So, um, Did you take it to the next level? I, I took it to the next level. You oh, want to hear? Oh, I do. Okay, here we go. Hi, I'm Matt Harrison. Matt Harrison. Hi, I'm Matt Harrison. Matt, Matt, Matt Harrison. President of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. President. President. President of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. President. The Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. And you're listening to Clerical Errors Podcast. Uh, I was waiting for the guitar solo. Yeah! Yes! (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what do you think? I, yes, I thought it was pretty tubular. <laughs> hey, Vicar, what did you think? Oh, hey, hey, Pastor. Um, no one cares. No, not very helpful. All right. <laughs> so, uh, um, uh, let, let's see. Uh, what are you preaching on? Well, the text for this coming Sunday. Why do I keep drinking this? <laughs> Actually, it has to do with food, right? Yeah. You know, Trinity 7 has to do with food. And the reading is Mark chapter 8, right? Yep. And this is the feeding of the 4,000, right? Yeah. Where Jesus feeds uh, the crowds with five loaves and two fish, right? Right. Yeah. And uh, what a great what a great way to teach uh, the fourth petition. And for those of you uh, that have forgotten what you learned in catechism class, the fourth petition is... Give us this day our daily bread. Here, Jesus is teaching us that he will take care of our physical, our bodily needs. Mm -hmm. And he does so uh, in some cases through supernatural means, 
the multiplication of the loaves and the fish. Right. Uh, but for most of us, how does God take care of us? He takes care of us through means, through the sowing of seed and through uh, the, the raising of livestock and through um, economic, through uh, different industries and the like, right? Mm-hmm. And he does this every single day. And that's because he has compassion on us. And that's why his son died for us. God isn't just a God of the spirit, but he's a God of the body too. Right. And uh, one thing I like about the text too is this, is, uh, is they say, um, all we have are these five loaves of bread and two fish. And, uh, you know, being in a small town in Iowa, that's the kind of how people think sometimes. They look at their church. Right. You know, all we have is fill in the blank. But is that all they had? No, they had five loaves of bread, two fish, and... Jesus. Jesus. Right. So you have everything. Right, and that's what the people understood because they went three days without eating. Right. They came and they listened to Jesus. They thought it was important enough to go without eating for three days just so they could listen to Jesus. Isn't that a... It's a wonderful testament to uh, these people's faith, Mm -hmm. right? Their trust in Jesus that for them... Uh, it was more important uh, to hear the word of God um, and that uh, they live not by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. They believed it and they showed it. Right. And I mean, look at this podcast, right? It's pretty shoestring, right? <laughs> <laughs> and yet, uh, how many people are have downloaded? 2,800? Yeah, like that? we're, we're, we're uh, you know, we've get, gotten as many as 400 in a week one, the last week. Right. Downloads. And, and the thing is, is like, yeah, we're nothing special. Between the two of us, I don't know if we've got five loaves and two fish. <laughs> but, but we have an, an incredible uh, producer. We do. We do. <laughs> so We just say that because we don't want him to make us sound like idiots when he puts us out. <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> but it reminds me, too, of uh, one thing that uh, at the start of one of my um, – my convention updates, and I hope to kind of have a put a do one where I kind of put a bow on it and, and finish it out. But there was a Pastor Martins from uh, Germany. And, oh, Gottfried Martins, yeah, yeah, and uh, he pre- he did a he presented on on uh, on the things that are going on with with him and his church, where he gets hundreds of Muslim people who who to great peril follow the the gospel. You know, where right. they have to worry about what's going on with their families in in Iran. Yeah, they've forsaken Allah, the false god Allah, and they've be- and, and they're on their way to becoming Christian, which thanks be to God. And uh, and then they have to worry about now you know, some of them have to worry about being sent back. And uh to what, you know? It's uh For a lot of them it's certain death, isn't it? Or imprisonment or you know, you know, they don't have to they can't show their faces anywhere because of what kind of retribution their family might get back in Iran. Right. It's just not a good thing. And and yet, what do they trust? Uh, you know, they trust in, in the word of our Lord. So so what do you think about that, Vicar? Well, what if you get nervous while you're robbing the Taco Bell, right? You can't run to the right. restroom with a gun. Okay. It's very insightful, Vicar. Good job. Yeah. you're. you're uh, I want to say you're improving, but you're sounding oddly like you did the last time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess that uh, brings us to our top 12. Peter, play the intro. Enough nonsense. It's time for Bullhagen's Top 12. All right, for uh, my Top 12 list today, um, I kind of probably did something kind of lazy. 
but I, I thought it'd be kind of fun, is uh, I brought uh, a bag of swag from the convention. <laughs> okay. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to dump it out here on my floor, probably make my floor look cleaner, and then I'm going to pick my top 12 uh, convention swag from Tampa, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what to do with that, man, but awesome. <laughs> All right. I'm looking forward to it. All right, here we go. All right. <laughs> Whoa, what to choose from? All right. It's like Christmas in in August. All right, I think I'll start with this. Um, here I'll uh, I'll kind of toss this to you. Number twelve. Number Just twelve. Like a sweat rag or? Yeah, it is a uh, a cooling. One of those things supposed to cool you off. Put water on it. From uh, what is that from? Concordia Plan Services. All right. So if you're wondering why health insurance for the church workers are so expensive, it's because they're handing out <laughs> cooling rags at the convention, flying people over to do that. They just they just don't want any any of our more portly members to have a heart attack. <laughs> um, by the way, when we, we first walked in and registered, they, they they said, "Okay, you have a free gift uh, from the Florida Georgia District." And then, so you you walk over there, and they handed a bag that basically had a handle and a newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah, I would go for three days without food for that. So, uh, number eleven, hand warmers. Another uh, Concordia Plan Services. There you go. You want to look at that one? Uh, bandages. Sterile alcohol prep pads, <laughs> um, and it looks like drugs of some kind, uh, it's like <laughs> aspirin. So, like, I mean, what what did they expect was going to happen at the convention? I mean, you know, <laughs> holy buckets. So uh, that that was number eleven. It's basically a mini uh, first aid kit. Number ten. All right, this next one, I do not know where this is from, but uh, here you can look at it. This is number ten. Black Butte Gold, roast level, dark, acidity low, body heavy, dark chocolate, roasted almond, and tobacco. Boy, that's awesome. Like, I figured that would be your favorite. Yeah, I mean, this is like, it's dark like my soul. Yeah. You know? And by the way, I, I thank you for pronouncing it Butte. Very adult of you. I, 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 <laughs> I do what I can. I try to keep the level high here, you know? All right. <laughs> That brings us to number nine. Is this riveting for you, Peter? Yeah, great. All right. Hey, Vicar, what's your favorite so far? This beer has space aliens on it. And I was like, space aliens are cool, so I will get this. Uh, not very helpful. <laughs> All right. Why do I do that? I just took a drink again. <laughs> what number are we on, Peter? Eight? Yeah, sure. Number All eight. Right. Let's see if Vicar, uh, Vicar, see if uh, Berg can figure what this one out is. Wait, this there is we like go. Nine. Number nine. Oh, it's like a phone charger. It's like a a USB phone charger port for your phone. Yeah, and you could, if you have an iPhone. You could hook it up into the computer. You know, maybe we should uh, maybe see if we can maybe auction some of this off for the podcast. We should. That'd be awesome. What is that, what is that advertise there? Uh, LCMS Human Resources. Okay. So... It's super resourceful. That's right. I mean, isn't that everyone's favorite department, the human resource department? Yes. <laughs> Everybody likes Toby. <laughs> All right. Let me search through this bag here. 
Oh my. Uh, let's see here. Number eight. I'll go with this. Here you go, Berg. A cozy. From LCEF, where investments build ministry. Invest today. That's uh, it's not too bad. It looks, I don't know. I don't think it would. What, does it fit your uh, disgusting beer can? Uh, let me see here. Let me, well. No, it does not. So. Boo. So, um. LCEF, go big or go home. So, uh. So if you uh, drink Budweiser and Clamato, you'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> Why you would do that in the first place? Why <laughs> I keep man. drinking it? <laughs> I must be thirsty. Ugh. It's kind of grown on me a little bit. A little, there's uh, tomato soup a little bit. Oh, I hate tomatoes. So. <laughs> All right. All right. What number are we on? Is this? <laughs> I think we're on number seven. Number seven. Lip balm. <laughs> that is the... Why is it like this? It's weird. Do they usually come in things like this? Sometimes. Because usually aren't they sticks? Or is that chapstick? Yeah. I mean, they've been doing this one probably for about the last 10, 15 years. Oh. So that's all. Yeah, I was hoping there'd be like uh, Gak or Play-Doh inside. You know, no. For something for our uh, attentionally, con- <laughs> you know, uh, our concentrationally impaired, you know, pastors to play with all right oh and this is this is going to be i think one of your favorites uh what number six six man we so miss miss the actual vicar here (laughs) vicar what number are we on help us out well when you put it like that i mean okay thanks vicar (laughs) all right number six number six building up the body a worker to worker wellness the LCMS will pump you up. <laughs> Wellness devotions. Wow. <laughs> it's actually published by the Senate. Interesting. Wait, this is published by the Senate? Yeah, at the back it says uh, the LCM, the Lutheran Church Missouri Senate. Yeah, it's uh, a worker-to-worker wellness devotional resources. Contributions from LCMS clergy, church workers, and church work spouses from across the United States. Well, I guess there's a devotion for everything. Yeah. Is wellness a word? Uh, It shouldn't be. (laughs) All right. Number five. Oh, I think you're really going to like this. This fits you. Okay. This really fits you. All right. Here you go. A fanny pack. Uh, Feel that though. That's a really that's like a neoprene fanny pack. That is top of the line. Holy buckets! Who did this? That's from Ooh Concordia, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. So if you're wondering if where your tuition goes to, yeah, I mean it's got a clasp and everything. I mean this is pretty. uh, This is pretty righteous. And that's I I bet you they probably asked the the college students there what what kind of things would people like. Oh, we love fanny packs. Yes, I'm sure they said that. But I saw one online, something online I kind of want to get. It's a fanny pack. Like, there's a hole in it, though. Like, what is this? I don't know. Like, what's, I don't, what's the point of that? It is like a little hole in the side so that you can find your dignity. (laughs) 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 I don't know. (laughs) Yes, this is a well-crafted Something. This is a well-crafted item that lame people would wear. I, but the one I saw online was a fanny pack. 
but it was uh, like a flesh-colored fanny pack. And uh, and then in the front, it had like a belly button. So when you put it on, it looks like you're wearing a shirt and your, your belly's hanging out of your shirt. <laughs> it's amazing. I want to get one of those. Maybe that's what we should do to advertise a podcast. Get some of those out. and That uh, would be and amazing. Then, because I think in three years, we'll, we'll want to put up a table at the convention, won't we? Of course we will. I mean, we've got the support of someone pretty important. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we have some pretty ringing endorsements. Yeah. Uh, for, for example, there's this one. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt Harrison, president of the Lutheran Church, Missouri right. Synod, and you're listening to Clerical Errors Podcast. Or we have this one. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt Harrison. Matt Harrison. So I was working on this today. Yeah. My secretary walked in and she's like, are you going to get in trouble for this? <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll he'll be thanking us. Right. For, you know, we're being super missional right. while being confessional at the same time. That's right. I mean, you know, speaking to the young persons in their language. <laughs> now, can we get uh, our district president to give us a shout out? Oh, I bet. It's going to be rad, man. Actually, I, I made a joke in... in... Our uh, our district president isn't very uh, technically technology advanced, mm-hmm. and so a little bit of a luddite, right? So we took a we took a picture um, of the all the delegates from Iowa District East, which is where we're a part of, and uh, they took a picture another picture with his phone so that he could maybe get the message out. And I said said to him, uh, make sure uh, President Saunders that you post that picture on my MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> And he just looked at me and nodded. <laughs> you should have told him that you don't have to shake this one. <laughs> right. For de- to make it develop. <laughs> All right. I think we're at number five. This is, a, this is going well. Number four. Not to be outdone by uh, Concordia, uh, Wisconsin, we have this. Wow, look at that. You're going to like that one. Okay, this is from Concordia University, Ann Arbor, which aren't isn't Ann Arbor and Wisconsin kind of under the same yeah umbrella? So it's really like the same thing, right? What is this? Oh, it's one of those stretchy things, so you can do exercises. Right, <laughs> <laughs> an exercise band. Well, oh. you know, judging by the swag, the, you... and a pedometer. <laughs> Judging by the swag, they must think we're just a bunch of fat slobs. <laughs> wellness to wellness devotions, right. you know. They're they're, you, they're they're trying to get the uh, the the rates the the premiums down. You're so out of shape. You need a devotion <laughs> because only God can help and then you now. A fanny pack, and then a, a a little stretchy exercise thing that you can carry wherever you go. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> I've got another one for you. Oh, no. What's <laughs> what number are we on, Peter? I think we're on five, six, four? Four, five. All right. Figure it out, Pete. Number three. All right. Not to be done by the other Concordias, we have this. Concordia, Nebraska, and it's a hot pad? Yeah. Well, it's, you know, you see, they're going the other way. They're like, no, guys, eat more. <laughs> well, I think you're supposed to, that's what you get uh, your um, your kale chips out of the oven. That's right. Oh, excuse me. Nice. So, all right, number two. Number two. Here we go. These are all the rage now. 
Oh, it's a thing for your phone to keep it off the... Uh, you get to tell them. It's a pop socket for your phone, so that way it doesn't have to lie on the ground. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Vicar, what do you use a pop socket for? <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it's <laughs> cool, I guess. I mean, it's useful. <laughs> and then to uh, the last one is uh, here. And number one. Um, so we can carry all this this fine free stuff home. So KFUO Radio gave a uh, bag, and this is actually a pretty nice bag. I take this to Aldi's. Oh yeah, uh, Christ for you anytime, anywhere. So it's nice that that's number one because you know they're on the interwebs. We're on right. the interwebs. That's right. You know, does that make us number they're... two? <laughs> <laughs> I. We, 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 we <laughs> I think we get fourth in a three man race, man. <laughs> All right. Well, well as uh, everyone knows, uh, KFUO, huge fans of the Clerical Airs podcast. Well, you know, they had, uh, they had all their, their radio equipment sitting out, and uh, I just kind of littered their table with Clerical Airs podcast cards. We'll, we'll post a picture on our Facebook. You're welcome, KFUO. All right, that brings us to Berg's Bodacious Blasphemy. Peter, play the intro. Berg's Bodacious Blasphemies is the part of the show where Berg seeks to sell you ancient damned illusions by repackaging them for modern consumption. In short, Berg makes bad stuff sound bodacious. All right, so today's uh, Bodacious Blasphemy is something that I call territorialism. Oh. Okay, territorialism, uh, it, we see it pop up in 1 Corinthians, like right away in the beginning. And it's where uh, Paul is talking about the divisions in the Corinthian congregation. Some say that they follow Apollos, some say they follow Cephas, and Cephas is the Aramaic equivalent of Peter, okay? Same meaning, just different word. Some say they follow Paul, and then some say they follow Jesus, Okay. Okay. And so here we see this sort of territorialism, right? Mm -hmm. Where uh, lay people tend to gravitate towards one pastor to another, right? Mm -hmm. They might like them more. They might get more out of their sermons, uh, all that kind of stuff, right? And yet, what does Paul? How does Paul correct this? He says, "I I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth." Right. So who then is Paul, and who then is Apollos? Nothing. Right. Right. Um, the problem is, too, is that not only lay people tend to gravitate towards particular pastors and sometimes confuse the man and the message, mm -hmm. but uh, pastors even do this sometimes, where we've got pride. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, we struggle with that, too. And, uh, I mean, obviously, we want people to listen to us. Right. <laughs> right? I mean, you know, it's, it's true, right? Mm -hmm. And so sometimes we get uh, a little territorial about you know um our flock and about uh, other people you mm -hmm. know so one way that i'm gonna try and uh work against this blasphemy this territorialism is i figured i i have kind of a list of my own and it's not as long as yours okay. but uh, i was going to talk about four different podcasts or internet things that uh, done by other lcms pastors that our listeners should go and check out Sure. You know, 
uh, because we uh, are not territorial and we want to help our listeners. We want to uh, give them as much Jesus and as much doctrine as we possibly can. Yes. So uh, the first one that I wanted to talk about today uh, is done by a pastor by the name of Brian Wolfmuller. Brian Wolfmuller is a convert from um, evangelicalism. He's written a number of books, like, for example, uh, Has American Christianity Failed? Uh, he also has a, a, a weekly email thing that goes out called Wednesday What's, Whatnot, that are just kind of his musings on different things. He also has um, a podcast called Table Talk Radio, and mm-hmm. I think they are, they're up to like episode 475 or something like wow. that. Yeah. So yeah, they've been doing this since I was in seminary. That's a long time. And so, yeah, I encourage you to go listen to these guys too because they've they've got a lot of good stuff to say. Uh, the second group that I wanted to point you guys to is the Godestines crowd. Okay. okay? It's, uh, they are very different from our podcast <laughs> in a lot of ways. Um, but there's a lot of really, really good information uh, on everything from poetry to particular Sundays of the year, like Trinity Sunday, um, uh, how to start a choir in the Lutheran church. Okay. Um, so a lot of really awesome helps. Uh, Jonathan Fisk is known by a lot of our me- sure by a lot of our listeners. I'm sure uh, he did the Worldview Everlasting um, YouTube videos, which were really popular, and I actually watched them when I was a seminarian in Germany. That's where I first uh, discovered them. And on Facebook, he has a, a deal where he talks with another pastor. It's called Sharper Iron, and right now they're going through the Book of Genesis, and that's a, really a lot of fun to listen to. Okay. And then the fourth and final one is a podcast called A Word Fitly Spoken. Those are about four guys that, you know, I crossed paths with in seminary, and they also have a lot of uh, fun and inf- uh, interesting information uh, for you. So, so yeah, there's kind of my spiel, right? We're uh, we're all working together on this. Right. We're all, uh, you we're, know. We all come at it from different angles. Uh, but we all teach the same stuff. Right. And uh, that's that's important. So if you're uh, interested, you know, listen to these guys. They've got a lot of good information to teach you. Uh, you might prefer one over the other. That's awesome. But just know that uh, we preach Christ, and that's and that's what we like to do, and that's what we're called to do, and that's why we use the interwebs. <laughs> All right. Okay, so uh, thank you, Berg. And uh, I think that brings us to our... Um, uh... Attentionally... <laughs> ugh. Our attention, <laughs> our concentrationally impaired Bible study. Peter, Here, play, play the intro. intro. Do you have impaired concentration? Then this is for you. It's the Impaired Concentration Bible Study. One verse, one verse only. Do you want me to read it today? All right. No, I, I can handle it. All right. You know. Then you, what am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exposit the text. <laughs> I, I concentrate better when I have it in front of me, Bert. You know that. Yeah. Well, if you want to read, I mean, you can. Yeah, give it to me. Come on. All right. I am the one that got uh, our uh, our our sponsor there. You did. You are first (laughs) among equals, friend. No, I don't know if how many of your podcasts that you suggested though have that. Yeah, they might not have that gold stamp of (laughs) approval yet. All right. They have something even better. They have the stamp of approval from the podcast that got the stamp of approval from Matt Harrison. <laughs> there you go. So, All right, now verse uh, 17, correct? Yep. All right. But in Mount Zion there shall be those who escape, 
and it shall be holy, and the house of Jacob shall possess their own possessions. So what's so special about Mount Zion, Pastor Berg? Okay, Mount Zion uh, was uh, where the temple was, and this is where uh, David built the temple, where the Ark of the Covenant rested, and where God put his name. Solomon, uh, well, David really didn't build the temple, excuse me. Solomon built the temple. David did a lot of preparation for it. Um, we also see, too, that Mount Zion goes all the way back to the time of Abraham, and then it was called Mount Moriah. And this is the mountain where uh, where uh, Abraham, Abraham offered up his son Isaac. Right, as a holocaust. Uh, that's what that word means. It doesn't mean the extermination of six million Jews. A holocaust originally meant a sacrifice that was completely burnt up. So if you look in older translations of the Bible, you'll see holocaust rather than burnt offering. Okay. So, you know. For your information, not so, like you so can. When it's, so when it says, uh, I'm starting to lose lose focus, I guess. Sorry. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> so when it says, but in Mount Zion, there shall be those who escape, and it shall be holy. Mm-hmm. That that means escaping the, the wrath of God? Um, yeah, more the wrath of their enemies, right? Right. Because in, in all of the verses before this, the Edomites and uh, the Arabians and these guys and the Philistines have done awful thing to God's people. They've done awful things to God's people. They've really laid them low. They've basically taken all of the children of the house of David away as captives and slaves or killed them. Mm-hmm. So there's only like one surviving son left. The king is a terrible man. And yet here God promises them, no, there will be a remnant. I will not consume them utterly. I will fulfill my promise, my promise to send a savior. And this is why he says in, in the New Testament that the gates of hell shall never overcome the church, even though the church is eight people, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the gates of hell will never overcome the church. And, and so really, this is also talking about Christ. Right. Especially when it says, And the house of Jacob shall possess their own possessions. Right. And what is, isn't that what we see in Isaiah 53, right? Mm-hmm. That he shall divide the portion with the strong, right? This is talking about Jesus, how uh, after his death and resurrection, he shall divide the portion with the strong. Um, and uh, does he not uh, give us all things? Yeah. You know, so. And so uh, what would be a take home for a listener? That uh, to, to remember that uh, God had a plan in the midst of misery? Right, that even in the worst straits, right, even though the Edomites are doing terrible things to the temple, desecrating it, even though the people of Israel are being killed Mm -hmm. and scattered, uh, God still will preserve his church. He will preserve them. uh, He will uh, keep their lives. They will escape. He will make them holy, Mm -hmm. set apart, Mm -hmm. and he will also take care of their bodily needs. Now, does that mean that there will be a lot of possessions? No. No. But uh, what does St. Paul say? If we have clothing and food, we'll be content. You know, especially, I think, uh, you know, even where we are at now, even the poorest of the poor are richer than... Yeah, it's... Americans are in the... the Like, if you... if you, I actually looked at this once. It was crazy. Like, even some of the poorest Americans are um, in the, like upper middle class to upper class and compared to the rest of the world. Right. You know, so we, we really are blessed beyond measure and, uh, we don't, uh, we don't appreciate, you know, we don't, we don't, we have shallow thankfulness. Right. Okay. That brings us to news that bothers Berg. And I got to get this fired up here. Uh, 
let's see. While I look at, is there anything we can listen to while I look this look this up? <laughs> oh, I think this might work. All right, let me look this up here. Hi, I'm Matt Harrison. Matt Harrison. Hi, I'm Matt Harrison. Matt. Matt. Matt Harrison. President of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. President. <laughs> oh boy. President. President of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. It's almost as good as the president. The, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. And you're listening to Clerical Errors Podcast. All right. <laughs> All right. Let me know if you uh, you're getting tired of that. I don't know. I kind of like it. So it's, it's fun. Is that, is that something that you would hear on the, the Wolf Mueller uh, podcast? I haven't heard it yet, but you might. <laughs> so. All right. So. The story, the news that bothers Berg. Did we play the intro yet? Uh, Peter, play the intro if we haven't already. <laughs> there's fake news. There's real news. Then there's real news that Berg wishes was fake. It's time to hear news that bothers Berg. So the story is, it's uh, it's it's about uh, Japanese scientists. Okay. Okay. The title is, Japanese scientists plan to create human-mouse hybrids. Oh, gross. <laughs> like, h- h- what? How? All right, so uh, a research group in Japan received approval from a committee in the Japanese government on July 24th to move forward with an experiment that would put a type of human stem cells uh, into animal embryos. One side of the embryos are human cells called induced uh, pluripotent stem cells may grow into specific organs. If all goes well, the the researchers plan to eventually grow human organs in other animals, such as pigs. Mm. What do you think about that? It's very Frankensteinian. Right. I mean, it's you're playing with forces that you ought not play with. Right. And, And I mean, I think sometimes we're so afraid of death that we're willing, because most of these people have no hope. And so they're so afraid of death that they're willing to violate nature itself mm-hmm. and do things that are completely contrary to nature uh, in order to survive. I mean, com- and, human and mouse DNA it kind of tries to confuse what is human even. Right. And what are the, who knows what the, the side effects of this is going to be? Yeah. I mean, it's just. You know, you know what's going to happen at some point? At some point, um, I think one of these mice or rats will probably become some sort of a dojo, and will uh, they'll probably do the same with with uh, turtles. Yep, and and they might wind up being pretty awesome. That that sounds like an awesome TV show. <laughs> yeah, and a great first movie, an okay second movie, and a terrible third movie. Did I ever tell you that? Uh, that uh, I was supposed to see uh, back way back in the the day, a Vanilla Ice concert. No, but this sounds amazing. He canceled. Boo. So he could make the music video for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Oh, man. Okay. Well, 
Does that you know? bring like a whole different like everything about that just makes perfect sense. It does. Go ninja, go ninja, go. <laughs> All right. So I think uh, there's a lesson here. I think from the the story that bothers you of of what we're trying to do and and the extent by which we are really kind of messing with what you know. I I, I think of maybe the Tower of, of Babel where we try to mess with things that aren't supposed to be messed with. Yeah. And look at what happened. I mean. The, we were split, right? Mm-hmm. Our lang- God confused our languages, and uh, we were split from from one another. I mean, what kind of, like, uh, I just even hate to think of what kind of judgment could come out of this. because And it, it all comes from the wicked human heart, that we want to be God, we want to live forever, we want to have power over life and death and everything else, and God is God, and we're not. All right, so uh, it brings us to Confound the Clerics. Yes. Confound the Clerics. Let me see here. Is it from President Harrison saying, uh, <laughs> what is clerical errors again? <laughs> what did I just endorse? <laughs> it's, it has kind of as a, a question and a comment, so I'll just go ahead and read it. Okay. Okay. So this is by uh, someone named Joel. Okay. Uh, and he says, uh, I've enjoyed listening I enjoyed listening to your podcast. Thank you for all the time you put into it. I recently finished the top 12 list of things put on earth to annoy pastors. I would have to agree in many cases. I was hoping you would at some point speak to humility of pastors and among people in general. Humility and patience are qualities that are required of Christians and yet are in short supply. Many claim to speak for God, all while forgetting what God really says. I believe, coupled with these, is a growing problem of loneliness among pastors. Many are fearful to be humble, which exasperates, exacerbates, big word. Vicar, how do you pronounce that word? That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. All right. (laughs) The loneliness. I look forward to your thoughts. Keep up the good work. So I addressed a couple of issues. One is humility. Okay. Humility of pastors. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh... And I think we talked about this a little earlier about uh, in your uh, your blasphemies, right? The territorialism. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's it's a struggle for for every human being. I mean, no doubt, humility is required of all men because what's the problem? All men are prideful. All men want to be gods. All men want to rule and be the greatest. I mean, we see this among the disciples. Right. And there, I think there's a delicate balance because because on one hand you want to be humble, but also in you how at the same hand as a pastor you have to be confident. It's got to be a mixture in the sense that you have to be confident that what you're teaching is God's word. And I think the perfect example of that is Moses, right? The Bible mm-hmm. says that Moses was the meekest man on earth, mm-hmm. and yet when he you know and so when they attacked his character, when they attacked his wife, um, he put it in the hands of God. He didn't mm-hmm. retaliate. God retaliated for him. Um, but when he is speaking God's word, um, he gets very angry. Mm-hmm. And uh, he does things that don't seem very meek, like mm-hmm. uh, breaking the the God-written t- tablets, uh, crushing the golden calf, and then making the people drink it. Right. You know? Um, so when he speaks for God, Moses is very, like you were saying, bold. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it comes to himself, he's very meek. 
And I mean, all a pastor has to do, I think this is one of the reasons why they don't think, many people don't think we're very humble because, you know, we get up and we preach, uh, you know, what God's word says. And, and sometimes it's... We say it pretty forcefully. Yeah. And the thing is, is the thing that everybody has to remember is that we preach first to ourselves. We preach first what we need to hear and from the text. Uh, and I, so often, our when you're being smitten by that law, I mean, we're right alongside you. Right, right. And we, I, I, I always, I've often said and uh, um, that uh, preaching, in a way, is very personal. Not that I use a lot of personal examples, but, you know, if, if you, you're one of my members after 17 years and, and you hear all of my sermons, you really start to know me as a person just because— because uh, you know, if you want, you preach something that affects you, that you need to hear too. Mm-hmm. Not not all the cases, but but um, but when you do, that's when it really comes across as as genuine. Of of you know, this is what we all struggle with. And so that's where I think, when it comes to yourself, be meek. You know, when it comes to your own person, when it comes because what are you? You're nothing. It's like Luther says, you're you're nothing but a bag of of maggots. You know, you're you're nothing as Abraham says. You're you're nothing but dust and ashes as a pastor, but you've been given a, a job to do by God, mm-hmm. a divine calling. And I mean, this this also goes with parents. Most parents are afraid to tell their kids what's wrong and what's right because sometimes they themselves committed the same sins. Right. And the thing is, is like in that case, you're not talking about you. You're you're actually speaking for God as an office holder, as a father or a mother. And so your person has really nothing to do with it. This is why I think in Lutheranism, well, in Christianity, the distinction between office and person is very important. Mm -hmm. The person can be very, very flawed, like Samson, Gideon. You just go down through the list. Right. Peter, Paul, right? And yet, God accomplishes great things through their office. And and I and I suppose I think a couple of the things really gets to the heart of one a couple of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast. One thing he he mentioned is loneliness, mm-hmm. and and uh, I try to I think we tried in the in the context of this podcast to have a, such a way where people feel that they have they can ha- have a seat at the table, so to speak, like they're sitting with us and enjoying a beverage, you know, where uh you know maybe they not maybe not, you don't hear a lot of voices that uh you know. That they they have a lot of ability to talk with people like you and I do right. in this context because you see this when you go to a pastors conference and and there's a group of pastors who just can't wait to just for the conference evening to start so they can actually talk with someone in, in a way that they actually understand and know what they're going through and I and I kind of liken this podcast whether you're a pastor or you're learning about Lutheranism or you just happen to stumble upon this to kind of join us at the table so to speak and and address you know the loneliness have a have, hear a voice that. Uh, that kind of might reflect some of the things you're going through. And another thing too about the podcast, I think this shows for me is, is um, I've allowed myself to be kind of vulnerable in this podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where, you know, I, I joke around about my, my lack of attention. Mm-hmm. And if I don't know something, I'll say, I don't know. And, uh, and try to show, you know, what's behind the collar in a way that, 
that people can see. What is it do pastors think about? What kind of things do they struggle with? You know, one of the top 12 lists I think that has, has had most effect um, from my hear back from others is the top 12 ways to help your pastor sleep at night, where people have told me that was helpful to for them to to say, well, this I, it helped me learn what goes on in a pastor's mind and how I can support my own pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I've heard from other pastors, they said, thank you. It said some of the things that I've kind of wanted to say to my people, but it's kind of hard to say when you're, you know, this is how you can take care of me type of a feeling without feeling weird about it. But but some of those issues, um, Joel, we've tried to actually address and, and be a part of in this podcast. And, and I think it's that genuineness and that, uh, and, you know, that uh, a real friendship that, that you and I, Berg, sh- share in this that uh, to try, we try and get at that to a certain degree. Right. And I think, too, like our podcast does help that. And I think it does give a fuller picture of what a pastor's life is like. At the same time, I don't think that loneliness will ever go away. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of like, well, you're a dad, mm-hmm. you know, you and your wife, you know, you and your wife can't talk to your kids about particular things, mm-hmm. even though they're, you know, a lot of them are growing up now and in college, which is awesome, right? There's always going to be that separation, right? And you know, it's kind of like uh, Lord of the Rings, right? When, um, when. Uh, uh, by the uh, way, I, I don't know if I've been able to get through that whole movie. Ah. Was it a book too? Actually, I did see part of it, and I, I wanna to. I read the book, um, and and I just thought the book wasn't very good because it was totally inaccurate as compared to the movie. <laughs> yeah, and the movie didn't have Tom Bombadil in it at all. It's like I read the I read the book, and like, no, this is totally inaccurate. But anyway, <laughs> in the movie, they say uh, Galadriel says to Frodo, uh, "To be a ring bearer is to be alone," right? In a sense, when God sets you apart for particular things like being a pastor, being a mom or a dad, being a husband or wife, um, being in the government, you you are. There, there are some things that you just have to carry uh, by yourself. And you find out other people who are in that same office to converse with. Right. Because there are just certain things you can't talk about with and, the other people. And, and, that's, and, and you even, know, even, you know, there are certain things that a pastor can't talk to his wife about. Right, and shouldn't talk he shouldn't. to shouldn't, yeah. You know, there are times where my wife can obviously tell there's something on my mind, and I just say it's a pastor thing. Right. You know, um, and and, uh, and that's the way it has to be. And uh, I think that also reminds us, too, that uh, the loneliness obviously uh, bleeds into the pastor's wife a lot of times because cause they're, even though they don't hold the office, um, people will treat them a little differently. Mm-hmm. Because of, you know, who she's married to. Yeah. And so that's the thing. Um, Always, you know, yeah, pastors, the men who hold the office are sinners too. And so what should we do? First, we should pray for them that God, through his Holy Spirit, would give them humility. Uh, We should pray that they would not be lonely, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But also reach out to them, help them, um, speak kindly and gently to them, make our work pleasant. Yeah. You know, uh, Hebrews talks about this. Um, it, cause it is, it's hard. <laughs> you you know, your work as a pastor can be very, very difficult, but it can also be very, very pleasant. Um, depending on, uh, if, if people ask questions, if people, 
um, about theology, about your family, about your, you know, mm-hmm. how's it going? You know, I mean, it can actually make your, it, it can make things way more enjoyable, you know? Right. Well, I mean, it's kind of like the difference between uh, the, I suppose, you know, I'm using all these kid examples, you know, <laughs> but I mean, it's the difference between, you know, being a parent is a lot of fun when they're like four and five. Right. Because, you know, they want to be with you and they want to like, you know, you're like the coolest person ever. Right. right? Well, I, I, my kids still see me that way. <laughs> well, Peter's gone now, so, <laughs> <laughs> so we might let that mendacity slide. So, <laughs> Hey, Vicar, but... what does mendacity mean? Roast and rolls. All right. Thanks, so, Vicar. So, yeah, I hope we answered your question. Um, Thank, thanks for the email. And, we, uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah, because... it gives us an opportunity to talk about those things, and uh, we obviously enjoy doing that. So um, that brings us to the end of the show. If you have any comments, um, please, where can they get us a hold of get a hold of us, Pastor Berg? Uh, I really don't know. You've kind of taken this over. So, <laughs> <laughs> Clerical Errors P on Twitter, our huge Twitter following. You can find us on Facebook at Clerical Heirs Podcast. You can email us at feedback at clericalheirs.org. Or you can email us at uh, President Matthew Harrison endorses us on our podcast at <laughs> clericalheirs.com. Org, excuse me, dot org. I really just want to use that one and email us because that's awesome. And by the way, we've only had a, a handful of people who really wanted to see the Kale video. So... We're still, you still have that option. We haven't closed the door. If you want to see the Kale Challenge video that was featured uh, a couple of weeks ago, please let us know. I'll send you the link. Don't watch it while you're eating. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That brings us to our sticky notes. Hey, Berg, remember this? Should we get started with our drink? Let's do it, man. All right. Today we have Budweiser and Clamato Chalada. Uh, what what is chalada? <laughs> All right, well let me let me open up this this bad boy. I've never see. You want to hear the description? Please. Uh, chalada is the only one clamato combining its great flavor and a refreshing Budweiser. I'm not gonna lie, it kind of looks like medical waste. Something that the fish from Springfield swim yeah. in. Yeah. You know, with the three eyes. Ugh. <laughs> that is that's interesting. <laughs> I I just smelled it so. There you go. Enjoy. Oh, that's not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We've got an all-time low. <laughs> oh, boy, we are really slumming today. Oh. Well, I mean, the podcast has to get better than this. <laughs> Just to brag right. to you oh guys, I've gosh. got my drink. I've got my Red Bull. No, oh, that would be better. Yeah, did it give you wings? Because this sure didn't. Yeah, this is going to give me something, and it's not wings. <laughs> what is that taste? It's Well, Clamato, it's like tomato and clam, I think. Oh, yeah, it's clam, that's why clam I juice. Hate this so much. And beer. It kind of tastes like you, you had a had a nice uh, Corona at a Mexican restaurant, and you burped in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> How about this? I've got a ring endorsement I'd like to play for you. You want to hear it? I do. All right, here we go. Hi, I'm Matt Harrison, president of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, and you're listening to Clerical Errors Podcast. No way. (laughs) Ah, yes. Ah, boy. You do have connections, man. (laughs) Yeah. So we got a a new endorsement. What do you think about that? I I like it. I like it. But you know what? Here's the thing. Is, Is that for most podcasts, that would be enough. 
It, you, you're right. Right. For, for most, it would be. For most, it would be. So, um, did you take it to the next level? I, I took it to the next level. You oh, want to hear? Oh, I do. Okay, here we go. Hi, I'm Matt Harrison. <laughs> Matt Harrison. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt Harrison. <laughs> Matt. Matt. Matt Harrison. <laughs> President of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. President. <laughs> President, President of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. President of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. And you're listening to Clerical Errors Podcast. Uh, I was waiting for the guitar solo. Yeah! Yes! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and how about this uh by the way uh we have to go with a, a digital vicar today vicar is not here um he'll be here uh, we'll have one more episode with him but uh but uh we have a digital vicar so so hey vicar uh, how you doing i'm vicar baldwin welcome to clerical airs all right not very helpful vicar non-committal as ever <laughs> hey vicar what did you think oh hey, hey pastor um no one cares no not very helpful all right. <laughs> so what do you think about that, Vicar? When what if you get nervous while you're robbing the Taco Bell, right? You can't run to the right. restroom with a gun. Okay. It's very insightful, Vicar. Good job. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, I want to say you're improving, but you're sounding oddly like you did the last time. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, hey, Vicar, what do you use a pop socket for? <laughs> All right. Big word. Vicar, how do you pronounce that word? That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. All right. Hey, Vicar, what does mendacity mean? Roast and rolls. All right. Thanks, Vicar. All right. That is enough. Um, I am Bullhagen. And I'm Berg. And thank you for listening to Clerical Airs. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. This podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Questions, thoughts, concerns? You can contact us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast, on Twitter at clericalheirsp for podcast, or email us at feedback at clericalheirs.org. Thanks for listening to Clerical Heirs. See you next time.